You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou, and continuing on with our off-season preview series, we are talking the Indianapolis Colts and some of the things I would like to see them focus on as they roll through this year's off-season. So, my Colts fans, let me know in the comment section down below, what am I getting right here? Am I missing anything? Is there anything that you specifically want to see this Colts team do or address that I'm not mentioning here? Let me know. I would love to hear your opinions as well. Now, for those of you that don't know, I did grow up rooting a Colts fan. I've been very open about that. Uh, so if this is your first time here, yes, I did grow up rooting a Colts fan. I am not quite the diehard that I would say I was growing up anymore at this point now. I spend so much time consuming all football all the time that I can't really call myself a true diehard Colts fan anymore. But there is a piece of me that I would say maybe criticizes the Colts a little bit more. And I pay attention to them just a little bit more slightly because I spent so much time rooting for them growing up. So with this conversation today. We're going to start with the priorities, the big things that I want to see the Colts look at here. And the first thing that I have on my list is going to be securing your quarterback of the future in this year's draft. And we'll dive into this a little bit more when I start talking the NFL draft specifically for the Colts. But this is one of those things where I do not want to see Indianapolis fall for another free agent quarterback or try to make some other play for a guy that's already been in the league it has been a long time now since Andrew Luck retired. I believe it has been almost, we're going on like five years now at this point since Andrew Luck walked away. Maybe it's four. I don't remember exactly. I am ready to see the Colts draft someone so I can kind of get that same feeling again from when Andrew Luck first got brought in that the Colts are getting their next heir apparent and working forward to building around a young talent. I do not want to see them get Derek Carr or any of the other guys, Jimmy Garoppolo, whoever it ends up being, Get rid of Matt Ryan. You're able to release him and free up about $17 million in cap space, which will add on to the $20 million you already have this offseason, and that's not in including any other cuts and things that you may do or maybe people you don't bring back that'll open up more money for you. Do not go the free agent route. Do not trade for somebody. I, I'm sick and tired of watching the Colts do this, whether it's whoever it ends up being, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, one of those top quarterbacks, get the guy that you think will help lead your team to success over the long term. It's time to rip the Band-Aid off. Let's stop trying to patch it up here year after year. Let's move on. Let's get a legitimate guy to move forward with. The second thing I have here is find a head coach that makes sense, Jim Ursay. Let's not fall into the trap of having your drinking buddy be the guy that you decide as your head coach going forward. I like Jeff Saturday. Like I said, I grew up rooting for the Colts. Always respected the guy. Loved when he was in Indianapolis. Cheered for him when he was in Green Bay. Do not go with a guy who just went 1-7 and has absolutely no coaching experience besides the eight games that you allowed him to coach for this past season. Could he potentially be the right fit? Maybe if he gets to bring in a whole new staff and all of that. I don't know. But I would say that in terms of just when you look at past history with this kind of situation, it's not really on his side. There's a lot of young guys out there that you could go after to help innovate an offense. There seems to be a wave of young head coaches coming in. Let's maybe take a second or third look in that direction. 
I just don't really know if from what I'm hearing and Jeff Saturday being the big favorite for Jim Irsay, if that is the correct move for this team moving forward, especially if you're drafting a quarterback at number four this year. And then finally, my third, and this has been one of the more glaring things since he's retired, let's get a left tackle to replace Anthony Costanzo. It's clear this O-line needs a legitimate guy on the left side protecting the blind side of the quarterback. I feel like, yes, you still have a fantastic guy in Quentin Nelson. Ryan Kelly's still good at center. Braden Smith has been a gem for where we drafted him from. But we need someone to anchor the blind side of the O-line and get back to the top end unit that this team had in the O-line position a few years ago. You cannot rely on Jonathan Taylor being the absolute stud of a running back that he is. You can't rely on getting a signal caller that's maybe young and more mobile and can, you know, maybe make teams miss a little bit more when he's in the pocket. Go after a guy that is going to shore up the left side. Let's stop trying to take the guy that is coming off of an injury or just, you know, allowing random second string guys to be the ones that start at at the blind side. The most important piece of the offensive line Go after a guy that plays the position that's young, that can be an an integral building block to this O-line. Please, let's do that. Please. Now, those are my big priorities. Let's address a couple of other things, and we'll start with free agency for the Colts. Now, with this one here, for me, a big thing that I would like to see the Colts go after in this free agency class here, because I think there are some decent free agents that'll be available should they not get brought back by their teams or maybe potential cuts here and there. I would like to see the Colts go after a little bit of linebacker depth. There is obviously the re-signing of Bobby Okereke that needs to happen. I think he's a guy that the Colts must bring back. Keep him in the locker room. I think he's an awesome guy alongside Darius Leonard and Zaire Franklin, who I think is a more underrated outside linebacker in the league. But when one of those guys go down, Darius Leonard specifically, it feels like the cupboard's kind of barren. And I think at you need to find another guy to throw in that room, especially if they feel like maybe Bobby Okereke is a guy that you, you know, he's going to price you out and you're not going to be able to bring him back. I think this is something that you really need to look at and consider here. There's a decent amount of guys that could potentially be free agents, and I'm not going to dive in all the names because realistically I could lift, list off three or four people that are potential free agents and then it not matter. But if you go to like somewhere like Sport Track, look at the potential free agent linebackers that are going to be out there. And if you run through some of the guys that maybe have like a year or two left on their deal from some team, There are some decent potential guys you can grab there. So this is something that I think the Colts should really be looking at and considering some of the top needs you need, maybe not something you can address in the draft for like a guy that can just plug in and go, but this is something that if you get a veteran guy, someone that can at least somewhat hold down the fort, if Darius Leonard gets hurt again, or maybe if you bring back Bobby and he gets hurt again, something like that. We need some more depth at the linebacker position and something I would really like to see Indianapolis address in this year's free agency class. I think that with the amount of money they could have going into this free agency group, uh, if you're not, especially if you're not bringing back Bobby Okereke, you have the money to play with. Let's bring in a guy. It needs to be somebody who is a little bit more established. I know that you can go after a rookie in the draft in the third or fourth round, something like that. That's where I would probably look for it, but... Let's get an established guy into that linebacking room so that way, you know, we're not 
trying to patch holes in a sinking ship because Darius Leonard gets hurt and misses another handful of weeks. I love Darius Leonard, but he has dealt with some injuries, and it feels like when he's gone, the linebacking room starts to fall apart a little bit. Now, switching gears and looking at the draft. So like I said, quarterback of the future. This is where the Colts finally move on from Andrew Luck. Again, get rid of Matt Ryan, release him, take the dead cap hit. You can spread it over a couple of years. It's not going to be that bad. You free up $17 million to use to help build around this young signal caller you're going to bring in. I'm assuming Bryce Young goes to maybe the Texans, something like that. That just kind of feels like the match made in heaven right now. I could be wrong about that, but I'm assuming you're probably picking from like Will Levis or CJ Stroud. So please just use the first pick on a quarterback. Get your guy of the future. There maybe is a potential need to trade up. I don't necessarily know how hungry people are for some of the quarterbacks in this draft. And you are picking at number four. And some of the teams ahead of you, like when I think of the Chicago Bears, they could potentially be going D-line and you get a guy like Jalen Carter or Will Anderson who, you know, are can't-miss prospects. Guys that could be game changers for the defensive side of the ball for a Chicago Bears defense that's been bleeding. So at that point, you're really only looking at like two teams picking ahead of you. And if they maybe trade around... There is a potential for some movement that may need to happen, but I feel like there is a possibility that CJ Stroud or Will Levis is going to be sitting there for you at number four. So I don't really think you need to trade. I know I've been hearing some rumors. I've been reading some things here and there from what I've watched and what I've read. There's a possibility teams could be moving up, but that feels kind of like some smoke. I feel like this draft has some really good top end defensive talent and there's some teams that picking in those three spots ahead of you. Like if for some reason the Texans don't take a quarterback or they do trade down, teams could be trading up to get one of those top end prospects. Cause Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, those are some guys that, you know, are kind of can't miss for teams that are really needy on the defensive front. So I think you have a really good shot at getting quarterback at number four. Another thing would be to consider going after a legitimate left tackle in the second round. You could maybe address this in free agency, but for me, you want a guy that you can lock up for cheap because tackles money is only going up. We've been seeing some really big contracts the last few years. Do you really want to have to blow a bunch of money on a guy who's, you know, been around the league for a little bit and maybe he's really good at what he does, but you're going to have to shovel out, you know, 17, 18 million, maybe 20 million a year for a guy who is established, yes, or maybe get a young up and coming guy who's a stud coming out of college that you could have on that five, you know, four, excuse me, four year deal. It's five year for first round, not the four, second round, four year deal. You can manage his money a little bit better going through the next few seasons and then pay him later on down the road when the cap rises and there's more money to play with and you can worry about that you can kind of kick that can down the road a little bit I would not be opposed to seeing the Colts go after a left tackle in the draft I think it's a smarter move financially and when I just think of Anthony Costanzo drafted by the Colts retired by the Colts he was there for what 10 seasons and he did an excellent job anchoring that side I think that if you can get a guy who can be around for 10 seasons and for four of those seasons, you're paying on the cheap side before you have to eventually pay him down the road, that would be the ideal situation for Indianapolis. And again, a young guy who can learn alongside Quentin Nelson and some of the other really just studs that are on the offensive line in Indianapolis, I feel like if you can shore up that left tackle side, it puts the Colts in a much better position. 
But those are the things that I'm looking at for the Colts in this year's offseason. Some things I would like to see them target or things that I just think are really important for them to go after. Colts fans, again, let me know what you think in the comment section down below. I would love to hear your opinions, but that's it for me. I appreciate you all for watching and hanging out. I will see you all next time. If you haven't already and you made it this far, be sure to check out my AFC and NFC Championship previews. I have both those videos up as well. But I'll see you next time. Have a good one.